Good morning. This is Oscar Sampu reporting to you live from the Brick Arts Media TV studio in downtown Brooklyn. Welcome to the show. Today we are going to have a very somber discussion regarding an incident that happened to an American citizen, a young man two years ago, by the name of Mr. Otto Wambier. Otto was a student at the University of Virginia, and he was on an excursion to China with many of his friends, colleagues, and instructors. And from this country in Asia, he went to North Korea. It is still not very clear to me to this day exactly what Otto was doing in North Korea. He obviously was granted permission to go, but I just don't understand exactly why it was that he was motivated to go to North Korea, and I'm not quite sure exactly why he was even granted permission to do so. Like many Asian countries, particularly for someone of a Western background, when you are traveling abroad, you have to exercise discretion. You cannot assume that what you do in the United States or within a Western context will be acceptable elsewhere because depending on what it is that you do, you could find yourself very easily in a precarious situation and even dangerously precarious at that. Otto traveled to North Korea, and while he was there, he was in a hotel, and he ultimately decided to take down a banner. It seemed as though it were a joke to him, He's a young man, a 20-year-old American male university student, traveling to the world of the Asian man, and in particular, the Korean man. When you look historically, the Western world has had a very turbulent history with many pe people, amongst which the Asians are one as well. In North Korea, or whether it's South Korea, he didn't take the time to understand that he was a young man, an American white male, traveling to the world of the Korean man. Your history with them is very difficult, and in conjunction with that, you not only did something that they regarded as disrespectful, but they actually saw that, too, as a form of mockery. To Otto, it was just a joke, a prank. Unfortunately, the consequences to what he did were fatal. From his perspective, I'm sure it just seemed like something that a young guy does, but it's important to remember, and we're looking back in retrospect, this is not the frat house. You're in North Korea. North Korea is a country in which if you were walking down the street with the Bible, you could very easily find yourself in prison camp. It is a culture that does not encourage spirituality, and there are another of other factors that make it a place that I would not tell anybody to venture unless you were a business person, you were there on a business venture, you were a journalist, you were a physician attending a medical conference, something of a very professional and structured nature. Other than that, a Western person, and particularly an American, has absolutely no business going to a place like North Korea. To Otto, it just appeared to be a joke. But in actuality, it was not. This is not spring break. This is what I would tell any young person. This is not a place where you're going to leave your empty beer cans on the floor of your hotel room and your smelly jock hanging on a doorknob as a souvenir for housekeeping. You could do that down in Daytona Breach 
in Florida, and you could certainly do it on Christopher Street. They, needless to say, would appreciate the stink jock. However, you cannot do that in Pyongyang, North Korea, because the results can be absolutely catastrophic, and for Otto, they were. When he was taken into detention shortly thereafter, the authorities held a press conference that the world saw. It was released globally, and Otto, in essence, broke down, and he was crying. He was hysterical. You could see the child in him. He was only 20 years old. He was a kid, but at the same time, he was a young man. And upon finishing saying what he had to say apologetically, he was taken out of public view, and he was never seen again. Otto was held in detention for 17 months. North Korea's leader, Un, informed Donald Trump that the catatonic state that he returned to the United States in, he was in for 15 months, which states that what they did to him, they did readily after he was taken out of public sight. And within a two-month time span, he was essentially vegetative. Upon his return to the United States, doctors told his parents that his brain had lost weight. His body essentially had the same weight in kilograms, but his brain mass had lost weight. The manner in which you make a person's brain lose weight is to repeatedly expose it to electricity. They tortured that kid. If they wanted to shake him up a little bit, detain him for a week or two, feed him, do not abuse him verbally or physically, perhaps that would have been fine. But what they did to Otto was uncalled for. Whether they had conflicts with the Western world or not did not justify what they did. And what they did to him had less to do with him than making a statement to the Western world and in particular to the United States that we are not a country that you could regard as a slouch. And that is something that the United States has a very difficult time digesting because to be quite frank with you, in this society, we can be very arrogant. Americans have a tendency to think that what applies to other people doesn't apply to them, and they also have a false sense of security, and the translation of that is arrogance. Otto returned here after 17 months, and six days thereafter, he passed. I do think that within the privacy of himself upon his return, somewhere deep in the recesses of his brain, I think he was aware of the fact that he was home, and he was around people that cared for him, and it was fine to just let go. Even as I share this with you, it's heartbreaking to me. I pray for his spirit, the passage of it, the journey to the Most High. And may the Father above embrace him with the ultimate of love and security. And once again, upon the resurrection, according to the principles of Christianity, he will be reinstated to organic life. I would like to say, once again, particularly to young people that are traveling abroad, it is important to keep in mind that what you do in the United States, you might not be free to do elsewhere. Discretion is a prerequisite for life. Thank you. Have a great afternoon, and we will speak shortly.